This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Three Kicks is up next, but first, let's listen to this other fine OPI show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Terminated by DirecTV and God. Jenkins and a GPS whoopsie. My brush with monkey Michael Nesmith. And our interview with Field of Dreams actor Dwyer Brown. He was John Kinsella. I know. Now, you don't want to miss it because <laughs> anyone who loves that movie is going to want to hear Hug that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Welcome to another edition of Free Kicks. Uh, I'm Rick Kempfer, and I'm going to need uh, some coffee, I think, because I just watched a Tottenham game. <laughs> Woo, yeah. boy. That uh, that Jose Mourinho does know how to bring you uh, down, doesn't he? He does. He, he's got a good knack of doing that. <laughs> Snooze fest, for sure. Tough one. But... They got three points. Uh, so that was the game I was watching this afternoon. We're taping this on a Monday. Um, and we've got lots of stuff going on. So let's uh, let's get right to it. We need to talk about what is happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? So last week we talked about the champions, the, uh, the Liverpool team. And I think we jinxed them <laughs> because they immediately came out and got crushed uh, by sorry. Man City. I, 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 I tell you, that was so funny. I think I heard. I don't, I think I don't know if I talked to you about this before, but I think uh, I saw some tweets that they were like, maybe they were drinking during the water breaks as well as halftime, <laughs> as well as after the game. It, it certainly looked like they weren't quite prepared for that match. It as don't mean as- a thing because they still got that ring. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Uh, but so anyway, we talked about the good teams in the Premier League last week. Let's talk about the teams that are headed for potential relegation because there are quite a few of them. There are, yeah, I'd, I'd say, well, quite a few of them. There are five that are fighting for the final three spot, spots. And I'm going to, I've taken Brighton off of my list. Is that all right with you? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Because I, I think, fair. you know, they've I got mean, a couple of wins. Start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're definitely pushing a way out of there. So, let's start with West Ham United because that's a team that uh, that you're rooting for to stay up, and mm-hmm. it you know uh, they had a, a nice win over the weekend, and it really looks like from here on in they have the easiest schedule. If you look at who's left on the on their schedule, you've got Norwich, Watford, and Villa. All three yeah. of those games, if they can't beat them, they don't deserve to stay up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and actually the Villa game is the last game of the season. So that could be really uh, instrumental in terms of where they're at. But they, they should be safe by then, I would think. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, a, a really thrilling uh, win for them over Chelsea. I um, uh, was a little bit surprised, I'll be honest, that yeah, they got that too. 3-2 victory. You know, they did the double over Chelsea. You know, we saw the first loss and they were right. they the second one. So, um, but that's, you know, it, it's part of it. You could see they just wanted it a little bit more and uh, they, they 
actually got through it. Really impressed with how they played. But uh, yeah, they, they've got a they've got a fairly you know simple run in. Um, certainly get the points. You know, Watford, you know, Norwich City coming up. Yeah, that's definitely probably going to be three points, um, and then the Watford game maybe a draw. Man United's tough because obviously they're playing pretty well, and then obviously Aston Villa. So yeah, I think I think they got a good chance of staying up. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good for West Ham. So uh, of course we've just jinxed them. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the the other four then, because I think I think it's safe to say West Ham won't be. That's not safe. I won't say it's safe, but uh, yeah, it, it yeah, looks good. We can good. never know. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. And and like I mentioned before, you know, they've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of good players, you know, players that can come off the bench uh, and score goals. Uh, the, the Ukrainian player who scored the winner yeah. uh, starting to come back from injury. Goal. It was a great, it was a great finish. Yeah. And they've got so much quality in the players that they have. You know, a player like Lanzini is, is, is really a really top-notch player, obviously not playing as well as he has done. Right. But they've got Antonio, they've got strikers, they've got people who could score goals, got a decent goalkeeper, and yeah, they're, they're just too good to, to go down, really. Yeah, I, in fact, I was watching that game with uh, my son, and we were we were remarking uh, if they do go down, you know, the just the the number of players that will be available. Yeah. You know, every team would be, is probably hovering over them. Please go down. Please go down. Because if you do, <laughs> we'll take him and we'll take him and we'll take him. But it's not going to turn out that way, I don't think. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Watford because I've watched them several times over the past uh, couple of weeks. And um, I could really see them going down. And they have a couple of very tough games still coming up. They've got Man City and Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, those are the final two games for them. Yeah, it's. I mean, from where they was at, you know, they were True. at the bottom in December. They'd come a long way. Uh, Nigel Pearson took over in December, and and really kind of busted the gates open and, and won a bunch of games for them. And obviously, beat Liverpool as well, which right. was a massive result for them. Um, but uh, it seems to be for me. It seems like there's he's got the players playing for him. Uh, so and that's always a good sign at the bottom, at, you know, at the end of a season. So they they're definitely pushing up, although they haven't been great uh, the last few games. Um, obviously, you know, the, the Chelsea victory against them, they look kind of dour in this past this past game. But uh, yeah, I think they're going to be right there. I mean, obviously, it's going to be decided in the next three games for them. They've got Norwich, Newcastle, and West Ham. So those are must wins. Really deserve- those are must yeah, wins. Yeah, that, that's really going to decide their season, I think. All right. Um, yeah, you know, like you said, uh, any team that can beat Liverpool obviously has some talent. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be a little frustrating to have a team that beat – and they didn't just beat them. They beat them 3-0. Yeah, And it exactly. was the only loss of the – it was their first loss in two years or something like that. So Watford has yeah. the ability – to win, but uh, they've been looking a little lackluster since the since the break. Let's put it that way. No question. Now they got Norwich coming up, so you know if I think if this could really determine if they get a win there, I think they'll be fine. But if they don't beat Norwich, I think they might be in trouble. All right, we've got. Let's talk about Villa because we have some fans of the show that are are big Villa fans, and. Mm-hmm. While Villa there's does, a few out there. There's yeah, a few out there. That's there, good. There's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but while Villa does not have any huge uh, games anymore, um, they're not playing any easy teams. 
right? There are no, they don't have, they're not playing their other, the other teams that are down at the bottom, except for the final game of the year, West Ham versus Villa. And it really yeah. may come down to that game for Villa. Yeah, it could well do. You're right. I think that might be the, the, the final match for them that, that maybe potentially keeps them up. But um, got Man United coming up, which is not going to be easy. That's true. Uh, and Palace, Everton and Arsenal, those are going to be tough games as well. Um, luckily, they you know they got three at home. Uh, right. Not that it makes much difference these days with no fans, but <laughs> no, really doesn't. Uh, but at least they've got they've got an opportunity to at least fight until the until the final day, which is you know a great thing for them. And uh, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, they they've got a team that's sort of been a little bit inconsistent all year, and that's that's why they've been in the bottom three for most of the season. Right, that's true. A uh, Bournemouth is a team that is. Uh has really looked like they're throwing in the towel these last few weeks. Um, they're probably in the most trouble because of goal differential. doesn't really look good. Yeah. And they also have zero games left against these other four teams. They face Man City, Leicester City, Tottenham, and Southampton, who just beat Man City. Um, that's a tough go. Yeah. Yeah, I think... And again, I'm a big I'm a big Eddie Howe fan in terms of what he's done for that club and how he's able to bring them up. But, but their form has been horrendous since the break. You know, they've really been stru- been struggling. Uh, feels like a long time ago when they were actually winning games. So it's been quite a while that that took place. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. They've got to get back to this kind of winning feeling. Now they they play a Tottenham team who just won today. That we saw that's their next game. That, that might be a bit of a change for them but then they got Leicester at Bad City so not not easy ones by any means the next two so if they don't get a result against Tottenham uh, it's not looking good for them they I, might I be really don't see be. where they're going to get any points out of that group yeah. there they, you know, maybe Southampton maybe I don't know but Southampton's been looking pretty good lately yeah exactly big win over Man City over the weekend exactly yeah all right, so then the obviously uh, Norwich. We keep uh, giving three points to teams that have Norwich on the schedule, <laughs> so that kind of tells you how we feel about them. Um, yeah. and, and they still have Chelsea and Man City on the schedule too. Plus, they're six points away from second to last place. It really would take a miracle at this point, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think their their biggest thing is: are, are they going to score any more goals this year? Let alone get any wins. Um, that's how much of a struggle it is for them because they seem to be really struggling offensively and defensively. You know they're letting in goals left, right, and centre. So uh, they got a chance with Watford and West Ham these next two games. Uh, if they don't get anything from them, it's it's completely done really for them. They're what seven points from safety right now. Yeah. Uh, so they're in they're in dire straits here. So really uh, going to be tough for them. Maybe they're starting to uh, think about how they're going to get back up. You know that's something with uh, with with your uh, German uh, um, uh, German manager there. So yeah. hopefully he can figure things out for him. So he's what always is- he's always so upbeat though, which is great. <laughs> he's uh, such a such a nice mellow person. You know, which is which he just is- looks like friend like a friendly man, like someone you want to hang out with, doesn't he? <laughs> So yeah, exactly. Big smile on his face. Yeah. Um, you're go- you're going down. It's okay. We'll be fine. <laughs> Not a problem. I think we'll, we'll we'll try and keep our best players. It'll be okay, you know. We'll so see. What is the deal with that with that team though? Because at the at the beginning of the year, they were scoring tons of goals. Yeah, 
That's right. In fact, that's well, what it was. They had uh, they had offense, but they had no defense, and now they've got neither somehow. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. In, in the last couple of games, which has been very interesting, is that um, they what they've actually ended up doing was they actually dropped their top two strikers, Puki, who was scoring all the goals at the beginning of the year, uh, can't get a game anymore. So um, it's it, it's been frustrating for those players. He's been trying maybe different people in different spots, but um, right. So take out the one been, guy that scores. Yeah, exactly. And he's <laughs> the one that made the difference. You know, when they well, I think they they beat Man United or Man, sorry Manchester City earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, but but they haven't scored in the last five games, so it's going to be really difficult for them. Plus, he had the um, best so. name in the Premier League. How many Pookies are you going to get out there? Right. <laughs> exactly. That's true. All right, so that is where we stand right now when it comes to relegation. Uh, but I have something that needs to be explained to me. And let me just play the audio for that. And now, explain that foreign tradition, please. Okay, so I've been watching Arsenal a lot lately because uh, they've got some exciting young players. And, I, I, you know, I don't hate Arsenal. So I like, I like watching them. And, and Saka is one of their young players. Uh, he's 18 years old. He looks, sometimes he looks like a superstar. Sometimes he's absolutely horrible, which is, you know, what you're going to get with a yes. youngster like that. Um, but he scored his first Premier League goal over the weekend. And then he did that move that I see all the time uh, from goal scorers. He, he did the suck the thumb motion. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Seen it many times. What seen the hell is times. that? <laughs> Well, it, it, it's a couple of couple, couple of things now, and I don't know too much about soccer in his personal life, but typically they do that in the celebration if they've just had a newborn baby uh, within the family. So that's kind of dedicate dedicating the goal to his newborn baby. Oh. So that's one thing they've done it. Or uh, the other version would be it's just I'm a kid, it's easy, it's kind of child's play just scored a goal i'm a kid scoring goals it's that easy for me so okay. those are the two the two reasons with what it is so i don't know if uh soccer has recently had a baby i can't be very old i don't think soccer's a very old anyway he's 18 uh, yeah exactly so i don't know so maybe it's more of the second one where he's just kind of like well i'm a kid sucking my thumb this this game's too easy <laughs> <Okay>. so <laughs> So that's the that's the reason, you know, because you may have seen it also when uh, they kind of cradled their arms like a baby. Yeah. They score goals. That's the other reason. So if they've just had a kid, uh, they do that as well. So oh. you'll see that a couple of times. Yeah. So when they cradle the baby, that's because they they just had a baby in the family. So, yeah. Oh, see, so, I'm, I'm trying to read some kind of taunt into it, and it's not at all. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, most of, I mean, most of the celebrations do have some type of a, a hidden meaning. Um, you know, I always remember there was one with, um, uh, I think it was, might've been Paul Pogba. I think it might, or actually Mario Balotelli, uh, he pulled up his shirt and he, and he had a, a slogan on his shirt. Why always me? Because he was getting a lot of grief right. in the newspapers and yeah. different things. So there's always little hidden meetings that the players will try to do, you know, if they score a goal. But and they'll do, no they'll do the old uh, put the hand to their ear thing. Does that mean like, uh, hey, uh, you've been taunting me, uh, you know, what are you going to say now? That's, exactly. 
Is that what that exactly. means? Okay. Yeah, ex- exactly right. Yeah, can you hear me now? I've just scored type of thing. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. Maybe you should shut up out there, right? Yeah, that's right. Or put their fingers up to their mouth. That's always a good one. Too. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Be quiet. Yeah, so. All right, so I scored such few goals, I didn't have a celebration, but, uh, you know, in a, in a future life, I'll, I'm going <laughs> to incorporate all of these if I can. Yeah, normally when I scored, I was running back before. Because we were down, so we needed to score the next goal. So <laughs> you were grabbing those, the ball out the of the <laughs> out of the net and rushing it back to the center line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, we got lots more to come up, including uh, Adam's favorite, the guest of Premier League star. We'll find out what's going on in Adam's office. Also, he is the Illinois Youth Soccer Director of Coaching, so he knows everything that's happening in the state of Illinois. And we also will get his TV tip for what uh, Premier League teams to watch this coming weekend. All that is up next. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. And on the next Back to You, a very special guest, Dwayne Kennedy, stand-up comedian, Emmy Award winner. You renamed the show, didn't you? Yeah, the Ramble Brothers. Love me. (laughs) Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an Opie show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And friends and everyone at Opie Shows want you to make sure to wash your hands. And if you're still one of those people who don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom, please do that now. That's something you should have been doing anyway. Cover your mouth when you cough. Come on, people. And with that, we have a special message from actress, comedian, and fan favorite Milana Vintrub. I just want to wish the people of Chicago a safe, warm, peaceful stay at home. Please stay healthy. Please help other people stay healthy by staying home. Stay safe, Chicago. Thanks, Milana. Thank you. Guys, seriously, you can save the world by sitting on your ass at home. You cannot afford to miss this opportunity. You won't get another one. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Stay home. You will be saving the world. And we're back. Uh, It's time to find out what's happening in our fine state of Illinois. And now, the latest Chicago-area soccer news. Soccer news news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. So, Coach, what you got for us? Yeah, so uh, always always busy stuff going on uh, as we kind of go through this this crazy situation that we're in. Obviously, we've been very delayed in terms of, from a coaching education standpoint, the the in-person courses are all on hold, so we're we're moving towards more of a virtual type of setup, and that's going to be announced fairly soon. But going along with the virtual and the and the computer stuff, we we actually have um, FIFA Fest, so it's a new E-Series championship. So there's uh, 17 states that are going to be participating. So this is open to any Illinois youth soccer players. It's a free event. They can register for this uh, invitational and they could represent our state association against other state associations in the game of FIFA. So, oh, you mean uh, the video the, game? Video game, exactly. Oh, awesome. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you could potentially be a national champion at the youth level under FIFA. So it's kind of cool. So Wow, that's be, cool. Uh, Where, where's the inform- yeah. where, well, more information on that? Is it on the website? Go to our website. Yeah, it's the second uh, little sheet on on, the, on our little uh, area there, so registrations open now for the Illinois qualifier. Uh, so they, I think it's 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 going to be closing fairly soon. So they want to get on it pretty quickly. 
Um, so uh, I think the play, the, the tournament's going to be held July 13th to the 15th, um, and then 16th to 18th because they have different platforms. You've got PS4 because I'm all I I know all this stuff. You've got the <laughs> PS4 and you've got your Xbox. <laughs> so there's a big difference. I think those people fight against each other or something. I don't know. So so there's the two different platforms that they can use. So they need to register for that as soon as possible. Um, I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's July 11th is when they have until to get it done. So they want to try and get that done. So we're trying to encourage as many people to uh, to do that and maybe could be a, an, Il- uh, an Illinois state champion and going up against uh, 17 other states. Which you, kind you, of know, cool. you know what's great about that FIFA game is every kid that plays soccer plays that video game. And every yes. every player in the Premier League plays it too. Yeah, no, you're right. Everybody's playing and around the it, world. So. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, lots and lots of people do it, and uh, you could, I never, you, I've you'd never go really... up against Messi and kick his butt. <laughs> Wouldn't that be pretty cool? That yeah, would exactly. Be. <laughs> yeah, I've never really gotten into it. To be fair, um, I, I I didn't do it. There was um there was games back when you know back in the ice age, right when the internet was coming coming in, when we had the the dial up and. I was using cassette tapes to do play video games. That was that was my era. Pong. Um, yeah, exactly. Pong. But they, they used to. But it, maybe this was kind of what was going to happen to me down the road. But um, I used to play this soccer game called the Boss. It was called. A, it was a football manager game. They had quite a few of these in in England. So you would actually pick your team. You would play in the league, and you would kind of go up against all the other teams. So it was kind of that primitive way of doing it. So it's a bit like FIFA in the respect that you can follow players now, but uh, back then it was you pick a team, see how you do in a league situation and hopefully you get promoted. Hopefully you don't get relegated. Cool. So just like just like in the Premier League, yeah. So those were the days. Yeah. The days of the Commodore 64. <laughs> that's what I had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are so old. We uh, really are. What else is anything else happening in the office? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that's a big one. So, and we're going to be hosting, uh, we're kind of finalizing things. We're going to be hosting a coach connection. So, we normally we typically have a a coach connection, obviously in person, free coffee and donuts and all that stuff. But obviously, we can't do that during right now. So, we're, uh, we've decided to do a virtual one. So, uh, we're just finalizing everything. That'll be next, uh, a week from Wednesday, July 15th. We'll be sending out information to all of our coaches and administrators. So hopefully people can, instead of coming to our office, they can just jump out of bed, jump on 10 a.m. and listen to uh, three or four guest presenters that we'll have. So, yeah, that'll be kind of fun. All right. Sounds great. It's time for your favorite section. Here we go. Time now to guess the Premier League star. All right. This is the part of the show where I pick a Premier League star at random. And I give clues to Adam, and he has to try to guess uh, who I've chosen. And you, at home, play along. And sometimes you can guess it before Adam, and sometimes you can't. Actually, he's been doing pretty well lately. Let's see how he does today. Today's Premier League star is 33 years old. So this is a name that every Premier League fan should know. Okay? (laughs) Okay, great. No pressure. He has played 435 matches with his current team. So I don't know how many players out there have done more than that. Very, very few. Right? And uh, he scored 55 goals in that time. 
How many go how many goals did he have? Sorry? Fifty five over four hundred and thirty five games. Wow. Are you okay. prepared to make a guess already? I was gonna throw one out and I don't know if this would be is he a player with West Ham? Yes, he is. Okay. Is it Mark Noble? Wow. And, and just so you know, I, I, when you started talking about how many players and age and and I had that age group for whatever reason, I'm a big fan of Mark Noble. Just had a, just wanted to throw that out there. So yeah, wow. There I had six more clothes here. Uh, you know, one of them was he's not royalty, although his name sounds like it. Yeah. Yep. He, he, there's an interesting thing about him. He played for the English national team at every youth level from U16 to U21, but has right. never been capped. By the first, uh, f- by the by the top team, he's never played for the English national That's team. That's interesting. And uh, he was named the hammer of the decade for the 2010s. We are back yeah. and back so to you. He's the player of the decade for that team, and he is the captain of the team and does hold them together. But he doesn't have much more time left, I don't think. No, yeah, it's it's a shame for him because he is running out of time. I mean, he's been such a great player for them, though, in terms of his service and really kind of holding the team together. He really has. He's been unbelievable. So, you know, and as a captain, like I said, he's never played for, for England. So kind of a shame, but he's a true, true Londoner in terms of what it is. And I think he, I don't think he played for anybody else, right? That's the no. only team. Yep. That's it. Yeah. 435 appearances. That's impressive. So he'll, he'll definitely go down in history. So, I think they'll probably end. They'll give him a season ticket to every game after he's done. I think. And I think most of his goals were probably penalty kicks. I think he does. He he kicks all the penalties, or at least free kicks. So he yeah. Was kind of a special specialist in that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like you said, he's definitely nearing the end of his career. Um, it was interesting in the last game uh, that they just drew against Newcastle when he came on. You could sense the respect to the players automatically. Yep. Declan Rice, who's there, young and up-and-coming player, gave uh, gave him the captain's armband. So uh, just to just because because of the respect of of what he's done, he's it's as they call him, Mister West Ham. That's who he is. Just yeah. like Mister Cub, he's Mister West Ham. He may have a statue in his future. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. there is. I, there's actually a mural at the stadium, I think, if I remember, because I, I was I was able to go to the stadium uh, a few years ago. Yeah, because a good friend of mine is a West Ham season ticket holder, so okay. that's why. That's kind of why I'm fond of West Ham. So, all right, it's time for your TV tip. Here we go. Now, time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. tip. So these are crucial games for some of the teams. Uh, what do we got coming up? Yeah, lots of games coming up. Uh, obviously, you've got all of these different ones. I mean, I mean, I'm always a big fan of a derby. So there's always you've got the uh, you've got the North London derby coming up. You've got Arsenal versus Tottenham. But I think as we've been talking about the uh, the relegation battle, I think uh, you know that Norwich West Ham game is going to be a big one. So Saturday. It's an early kickoff, half past six yep. in the morning. Won't be watching that uh, one. <laughs> that's why we tape them. That's why we tape them. But, uh, I think I think that would be a good one to watch because obviously it's probably going to determine both teams. Really, I think like we were talking about, West Ham might end up surging and being going, keep going, and they're out. Uh, and this might be Norwich's last gasp. You know, I think if they lose this, they're they're pretty much dead and buried. Okay. 
And you know, there's still some uh, there's still some spots available at the top of the table too. For, I mean, Europe has not been decided yet. No question. Yeah, there's a lot of teams still fighting for that top four. You know, Chelsea, Leicester, Manchester United. What? Uh, um, um, uh, who was the uh, Wolves? Yeah, Wolves as well. So yeah, yeah it's, it's there's a lot of teams fighting for those spots. So yeah, be good. I think that'll be the focus of uh, next week's show. We'll uh, we'll take a look at uh, who's still got a shot at making it into uh, the Champions League and also in the Europa League. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if you want to find free kicks, we're out there. All you got to do is uh, tell a friend to listen to uh, Spotify and go to opishows.com uh, or wherever you find podcasts, search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi, of course, is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a quick look at the Morgan Aero Supersport. Is it ugly or sublime? Plus, special commentary on the automotive publishing industry. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me as I drive solo for a couple episodes for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. If you missed Lasano or Lasano and friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> I Don't th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or whatever. Right. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny and 70. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically. We do seven-day forecasts. And right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes. Seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So, has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what we'll go with. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the... Buckets called.